Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming back to the Taking Care of Business podcast. This is your host, Dan Trottencheck. And uh, we got a really, uh, uh, you, you know, a real positive story today. Um, you, you know, everybody's been super busy. Summer is summer is kind of on the, the, the back edge of winding down. It's been, you know, come on, I, I say it every time. It's been a crazy 18 months. Um, but the, the story we're going to talk about today is from a couple up in a, a small town called Vassar, Michigan. It's Mike and Brenda McKay. And and during the midst, if everything else that was going on, it was right before the pandemic where they, they, they decided they wanted to grow their business. And so they partnered with their wholesaler and they decided to launch into a, a completely new store that was going to be innovative and have all these new unique things, kind of their dream store, if you will. Then, of course, COVID came along. And, and despite all that, they still managed on a really tight timeline to get this store built and turned around. And it's a really cool looking store. And and, and we're going to talk with Mike McKay today. And he's going to tell us a little bit about the experience of finally getting to realize his vision of a newer, bigger, uh, cleaner, uh, more leading edge store, and then still trying to get it done while dealing with the pandemic. And we're going to talk about just kind of that spirit, spirit of entrepreneurialism and and how that helped get them through and kind of what they're doing up in Vassar that's really kind of unique. And you're going to want to hear uh, what they're up to. Just hang in there. Uh, we're going to have a few quick words from our sponsor, and we're going to start our conversation with Mike. Are you ready to sell your business? There are a number of reasons why store owners might want to sell, and it can be daunting to figure out where to even start. Now you can advertise your business for sale with NHPA's Retail Marketplace. NHPA frequently receives inquiries to help retailers sell their businesses, so this marketplace gives store owners a cost-effective way to advertise their store to more than 40,000 retailers in the home improvement industry. The likelihood is much greater that a potential buyer for your business will be found amongst the people who are already in the industry, so you can connect with them here in the NHPA Retail Marketplace. Public and private listings are available, and to learn more or get your listing today, go to yournhpa.org backslash marketplace. That's your, Y-O-U-R, N-H-P-A.org backslash marketplace. Hey, Mike, uh, welcome to the Taking Care of Business program. Uh, we appreciate you taking some time uh, out of what I'm sure has been a busy summer for you. Um, and, and not just this summer, but it's been uh, quite a couple of years for you. And, and, and first off, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Dan. Um, I'd just like to, just for starters, thanks for having me on the show. It's, it's an sure. honor and a pleasure and um, love to tell our story and um, just, just be involved in it. So uh, um, appreciate you having me on. Um, I guess the story starts uh, probably back in 2017, 2018. Um, we were um, outgrowing our our business um, from a, a retail footprint, square footage of the store and everything. Yeah. Um, it just, uh, the growth was happening and we felt um, we were suffocating by our building. So we decided now's the time we have, we made a decision to make some plans and uh, we started our planning in uh, 2018, probably right around in there, or towards the end. Um, after probably six months into it, we were working with Do It Best and their store design team. 
and um, they kind of dropped an opportunity in our lap that said, yeah. uh, uh, you know, how would you like to be part of this new prototype uh, design that we're, we're developing? And um, um, right away, my eyes kind of lit up. My wife's <laughs> eyes lit up and we're like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds pretty interesting. And they said, well, well there's, one, there's one thing. There's a, there's a commitment. We need to get this thing out there. And we've, got, we've done a lot of work with uh, some independent um, companies and we want to roll this out and market it. And it's got to be done. We got to have this thing done by June. So we're sitting there in December thinking, wow, that's a <laughs> really aggressive months. timeline. So uh, we committed to it. We leaned into it. We, we signed uh, all the agreements and, and we did it and we broke ground in December. And um, uh, basically uh, we, we navigated, you know, a lot of the, the, uh, the pandemic and in October, 2020, um, we moved in and we had our uh, kind of soft grand opening ribbon cutting ceremony with the pandemic. You couldn't do a lot. So, right. um, you know, we, 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 we did that and, um, and we've just kind of been now adapting to the changes and the challenges um, with the increased business of, of the new store and the new, everybody kind of is, is, is feeling the, the disruptions in the supply chains sure. and the increased, I think, um, business from people shopping local. So with all those things together, we've, we've really been, uh, blessed with, uh, a lot of sales and, uh, a lot of new customers. So, uh, we're, we're super excited and that's, that, that pretty much sums up the last couple of years and how, how we got here. So, <laughs> so, so, so it's been a busy couple of years. Let, let's back up a little bit, Mike. Why, why don't you tell us a little bit about, um, you, you know, you said you were moving from your old location. Tell us a little bit about about the market you're in. What 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 is Vassar, Michigan like? Um, and tell us a little bit about you know how you got involved in the business and and kind of what what, what j- just a general overview of what the business was and and what you kind of morphed into. Well, the the community itself is a small community. It's a community of about uh, three thousand people. It's a rural uh, real agriculture community. Um, our business was primarily um, pro contractors, and okay. um, it's a family business. Um, my wife and I uh, purchased it from from uh, my wife's family, and um, and then prior to that, um, it was it was an, it was um, the Cook family uh, owned it, and my father in law worked for them. And prior to that, that was the beginning. So it's it's uh, it's it's been kind of handed down a couple times through, and and I've actually got a son in the business, which. Um, he oh, started out in, in a, a, another uh, uh, venture, which was good, and uh, basically came back to came back to it. And he's uh, got his work his way up to to get there, and but he's doing a great job. So we're looking at maybe uh, the possibility of another generation having this this thing someday. So, well, that's um, that's fantastic. Where, where geographically for our listeners who who mm-hmm. aren't from where where on the hand mm-hmm. is yeah. Vassar? <laughs> it's it's north of the Flint area, Sag, Saginaw area, okay. um, in the Thumb area. Um, it's, okay. a, it's a very <laughs> agricultural rural community. Okay. Um, so it's there's there's from a big box standpoint, uh, 20, 20 miles away. Any way you oh, go, right. there's there's something. So we're we're kind of in an underserved market, um, which is good. And um, there's a lot of really strong independents in our area, and um, uh, th- that makes uh, competition um, for our business and around us um, a good competition. You know, it keeps you yeah. on your toes. Everybody's being innovative. Uh, the spirit of the independent is as strong today as as it, as it ever has been. So, um, um, 
we're, we're excited to be part of it and, um, yeah. and things are going well. Uh, you know, one thing that always strikes me, and I, I was saying this a little bit a bit earlier, is that um, whenever I sit on a plane next to someone, or 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 at a uh, sitting at a cocktail bar or something like that, and they ask me what you know what business I'm in, and we start having this talk, everybody always goes to the kind of trope that's been around a lot in recent years about oh, there's no way you know, independent small businesses are competing. And, and they and a lot of that you owe to the fact that you, you, you see a lot of stories about when a, when a family business closes up. But, but you're a pretty good example. You and Brenda are great examples of, of an entrepreneurial, uh, you, you know, kind of small business who is doing the exact opposite. You guys, you guys are looking for ways to grow your business. And, and unfortunately, those stories at least when it comes to kind of like the, the the mainstream world, don't get don't get told quite as often. But but maybe you can tell me a little bit about why did you guys see right now? And I know it's been a two year period, but why was now the right time for you guys to look for ways to expand your business? Well, it, it's it's a thing where you kind of hit the nail on the head. Where as an independent, in some cases we're at a disadvantage, in a lot of cases we're at an advantage, but. Um, the ones, the independents that adapt and change, um, they can yeah. change and adapt quickly. And that's what I think we've done. And that's where our success lies through the history of the company. They've always, they've always been, uh, you know, on the cutting edge of whatever trends are, whatever uh, opportunities are out there. And, and when we noticed our business was growing and we were starting to um, be hampered and, and strangled by our own facilities, that's when we said, we, we need to do this building. And, and my father-in-law, Larry, wanted to do this, you know, when, when he was on, on his time here and yeah. just never be, was able to get it off the ground. We got it off the ground and uh, we're very fortunate of that now and we're reaping a lot of benefits of that. So I think um, being nimble and, uh, and quick to act, um, we can we can do things um, that the, the bigger a lot of the bigger stores can't and do it do it faster, and you have to grow you have to keep up with it otherwise you're going to end up like some of those stores that that don't get any better they don't change, and um, and they're gonna they're gonna be closing they're, you're gonna see the store closing signs in their on their businesses so. Yeah, and that's and it's it's great that you articulate that because that's certainly a message we try and preach all the time is that one of your biggest strengths is your ability to be agile and nimble and grow and in some cases contract when necessary, but but sometimes you know you run into certainly the the retailers on the independent side they're well I've been doing it this way for fifty years and it's worked and are a little hesitant to grow but I, I want to ask you about. Um, you know, the you, you mentioned how you guys were, were feeling the need to expand a little hemmed in with where you were. And then you made this connection with with uh, your, your wholesaler who said, well, hey, we've got kind of an idea. But you guys probably had kind of an idea of what your dream store was that you wanted to build. And tell us a little bit about how those kind of visions came together with what you guys wanted to do with what with what the folks at, at, at do it best kind of they had envisioned and how you guys kind of managed to, to mold that into what became of the new Vassar uh, building center. Yeah, the, the original plan was, was basically quite simple. Um, we just, we, we felt that our categories that we, we liked our categories that we were in, we just needed more space. And we, and with those, with the lack of space, there was lack of opportunity. So um, everything from, um, you know, some of the things that we got into, we were, we were into grills, but right. we weren't into, 
Weber and Green Egg. We had one line of grill. We just didn't have oh, okay. room in the store to bring them all in. So we knew we, that category would be good for us, but we but our physical space couldn't 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 handle it. So um, the plan that that we had was just simply bigger. You know, just just grow it. Nothing really fancy. Nothing. Uh, not a lot of. Um, I say retail thoughts were what do it best brought and their store design team brought, um, to the table, you know, with this was they, they were in a, um, you know, if you back up a little bit to what they were doing, they were looking at the same things. Our retail stores need yeah. to be updated. They need, um, some, some new, new trends. Um, so they hired a company called shoot Gerdeman. Um, okay. it's basically an, an award-winning retail design firm that, that does super, super job creating, uh, you know, new designs, trends, that type of thing. So they they worked with them, and then they put this all together into the prototype that they have today. And uh, so our store today is has a lot more things into it with a lot more marketing and resources because of th- that relationship um, than what it would have had. So we were kind of thinking um, simple and um, basic and just more square footage, and, and they took it to another level to to the point where they had studies of merchandising marketing um looks and feels of of the spaces and and that's what this store today uh uh, that we're enjoying is 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 it's just it's just a great space so well and one thing i want to tell our 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 listeners is uh the podcast that we're doing here is just kind of setting the stage uh in in the next couple of weeks be watching your your hardware retailing e-newsletter because we're going to be pushing out we we have uh, our producer kevin and, and and one of our editors are, are, are going to be up at your store and we're going to have a complete kind of photo and video tour. We also did an article that has pictures uh, of your store in the May issue of Hardware Retailing, which is available if you go to hardwareretailing.com and look at the past issues. You could get get some idea of what you guys did together with Do It Best up at the store. But but I really encourage you in the coming weeks as we uh, for our listeners to, to be on the lookout for the photo and video tour of the store because because there's really some unique things. Mike, why don't you talk us through some of the things that are that are kind of unique to your store and what it is that you think, uh, uh, um, you, you know, really makes it stand out in the community out there and really stand out from other retail stores. Well, for starters, the the one thing that you notice and what we noticed when we first saw the renderings, like when Do It Best says, um, would you like to be part of this? We looked at the renderings and and our, our eyes just just dropped. Uh, starts <laughs> yeah. with the exterior. It's it's a it's a it's a new upscale look that has a, just a bold entrance. Our other store, people didn't know where to where to walk in. Where's the entrance? How do I get in this building? This one, you know, and you you can tell by the entrance. Um, uh, it sets the tone really for for what's inside, um, and and that's one of the things we always wanted to do. Our building that we worked out of pro- previously. Um, was an old building. It was built in the '60s and had uh, a paint, a new, a new paint job on it, and that's <laughs> yeah. about it. So, but so when we when you see this building and um, it, it sets the tone, like I said, for for what's inside and, and the people and the service that's inside. So you look at it; it's very impressive from the outside. Um, the interior, once you once you break the doors, the the awe just kind of hits you in the face because there's some really big dominant departments that that the design wanted, you know, so you could see on one side, there's this big workwear uh, section. The other side is Milwaukee power tools. And, and you, you walk in and you're just like, wow, this is, this is yeah. impressive. 
it's 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 really really uh, a comfortable feel wide wide wider aisles than normal um, there's really clean sight lines everywhere you look you can see different departments um, kind of the opposite of what you see in in um, I'll say uh, really packed hardware stores or or big yeah. boxes you can't see very far this building you can see uh, it's great signage and and, and uh, you know they've made it so everything's easy to navigate you can see the departments and and the prototypes all the studies and everything they did really puts this all together it's 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 unique in a lot of ways too um, there are uh, they've incorporated a lot of historic photos oh um, okay yeah from from our uh, from our previous store and the previous people that work there um, and and to be honest with you it's it's an honor uh, to be able to to um, reward some of these people by showing some of their pictures, showing sure. some of the old photos, and it, and it kind of ties us all together as being because um, they were part of, of being able to do this today with all of their hard work, and this way we kind of get to to honor them, and, and we're proud proud to do it. Um, the other things I guess the store that are kind of unique, they um, that that are different that you you won't notice in other stores is they, they have these end caps that are called um, vignettes. Oh, okay. their, yeah, the lifestyle, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like a, a, I would say instead of a promotional end cap that you see where you kind of load it up with everything, put a low price on it, and you say, "Wow, that's that's pretty impressive." Well, these are these are more storytelling end caps that you put multiple things in with the project, and um, from some of the marketing research they've done, it's, it's some of the the younger millennial customers, female customers, they they like to see some of these. So these are kind of mixed in through the store where there's there's uh, these vignettes that have um, basically um, products that kind of go together and tell kind of a story. And, and the look and feel mm-hmm. um, is just a lot more comfortable. A lot of people, um, um, it's, it's, a, it's, until you feel it, it's hard to describe. It really is. Yeah. Well, you're creating and, you know, we always, you think about it almost as this Pinterest generation where, you know, they, they get ideas and stand. It's not, it's not certainly not just younger uh, folks, it's cross-generational, but, but getting ideas. And that's one of the things that, that so sometimes gets overlooked in the store design is when, when, when someone's coming into and wants to really engage at a retailer, which you're hoping they want to do with an independent home improvement retailer. They're also looking at at it as a place for ideas and inspiration. And what you guys have done and what you're talking about is exactly that is about living up to that. We're not just, you know, uh, I, I say this a lot. I mean, Home Depot by their own admission, isn't a retailer. They're a, they're a warehouse that's open to the public. They got warehouse shelves and they mm-hmm. stick product on the shelves and let you figure out what you need and how to buy it. But but an independent can be so different. And one of those big areas of difference is what you guys are doing with that that idea generation. And you're creating a an atmosphere that makes people want to do projects and, and, and sparks uh, innovation and interest in projects. Yeah, you're exactly right that we, we have a specific vignette that is set up to be changed um, every couple months um, on a different Pinterest product project and it's exciting for the staff they they have to create them they have to research them and and then they get to see the results of them when people come in and um, and they want to do the projects they get to talk through them so it's a, it's it's kind of a really neat way to, to get your employees involved into 
the marketing and the merchandising of what they're doing. And then the benefit is that the customers get to see something new and exciting and it changes. So that's absolutely win on all, all fronts when you get engaged employees who are excited about, (laughs) excited about merchandising and excited about showing that kind of stuff off. Hey, let's talk for a second. I mean, the, the kind of 800 pound gorilla, if you will, is, is, you know, the, the world was changing a little. I mean, it's, I, I, been around long enough to know that it's always stressful and it's always hard for a business owner to, to, to do something like move into a new store and kind of adapt to a new kind of design concept and all that. But, but you guys had a few extra pressures on you while you were doing this, you know, obviously over the last 18 months, the world's kind of changed. Talk us through a little bit about how you guys managed to kind of, you know, I, I, I put down earlier to stay on project w- with everything else going on, on, uh, you know, that was beyond your control. Yeah. So, um, the, the big part of the, of it was really the aggressive timeline. So our aggressive timeline, you know, to, to, to have this thing completed by June, um, which was about seven or eight months, um, was, was the big gorilla, you know, to us. And then, um, in March, um, I can remember, uh, Dan Starr sent out a letter, um, basically talking about the shelter in place and and um and keeping everybody safe and social distancing and and how we have this responsibility um as retailers um uh, to do that and then along with that letter it was it was um some um correspondence with the white house that our industry the home improvement industry um, was essential and critical and had and wanted you know us to maintain and to stay open um for the public and for the people so they could get the critical things that they need and the essential things that they need to survive. Yeah. Um, and, and, and at that point, um, our project was shut down and it was, it, you know, they, the, the contractors couldn't work cause our, this project definitely wasn't essential. Um, yeah. so, um, but some of them were, and, uh, so we shut the pro the project was shut down and, um, we continued to uh, plan and, 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 and communicate and uh, with, with do it best in store design and, and do all the things we could. But then in, in the middle of that, we had to figure out how to keep our business open and, and maintain safe uh, protocols to make sure people could get products. And there was all kinds of stuff. And, and not only us, but a lot of, a lot of uh, people had, had to figure that out. And there wasn't a lot of uh, ways out there that told you how to do it. It was, you just had to figure it out. And, and, and again, back to the independence, um, that's what they do well. Um, they can sit down, they can work, and, and in five minutes they can come up with a solution and, and roll it out and implement it. And, and all of a sudden we're doing curbside pickups and, and call-ins and, and all the things that we have to do to, uh, to yeah. get people the stuff that they need. Um, with that, we've also had the challenges of um, this building, um, when, it first, when we first were planning, planning it, didn't need fire suppression because it wasn't that big. Oh, okay. um, after the prototype design came out, um, we added some square footage and it put it over where it needed fire suppression. Well, the problem is we live in the township. We're not even in the city. So we didn't have city water. So another, another hurdle, another step, we, we had meetings and, and with the city and the township and we got city water out here. Um, we're not annexed in, but, um, we figured out how to all to get it done and we did. Oh, and, great. um, um, along with our general contractor and just daily meetings, um, on site and, um, um, uh, stuff, uh, 
it was a lot of stuff online, you know, during, during those, (laughs) during those restrictions. So, um, but we made quick decisions and, um, on, on sometimes limited info and limited, limited ideas. Um, and we, we, um, and I say probably the do it, do it best store design team during this time, um, guided us help, you know, they, they're, they're very organized and kept us on schedule, kept, kept us on task. And we stayed ahead of things, and so that when it did start back up, uh, we could start back up and 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 move, and we started to get things going. So, well, so I mean, through all the kind of twists and turns that got you guys navigating that, I can I can only imagine the uh, the uh, number of sleepless nights you guys spent trying to figure out how to get through that. But but the reward is opening your doors on on, on such a tight schedule. And now that you guys have been able to kind of fully welcome customers back into the business, what what are you hearing? What kind of feedback are you getting from the community and your customers about the new look, the new location, the new offering? Oh, they love it. The it's you know, all of it's been very positive. Um, you know, a lot of comments. You know, stuff's easier to find. You know, I didn't even know you sold these, and some of them we sold in our other store, but but they were hidden and they weren't marketed well. Um, they love the, the wider aisles and, and, uh, um, you know, the signage, the departments, all the look and feel of, of this new prototype is, is so much benefit to the shopper cause they, they, they're the, the beneficiary of it. And, um, I guess some of the comments, uh, doesn't look like a hardware store, you know, it, yeah. it feels more like a target. Um, and, and a lot of people have expressed their gratitude to, um, about us investing in, in the community because, um, it's a small community and to, and to put a stake in the ground and spend this much money in this small of a community, um, it's kind of a statement. And, um, we, this is something we've always wanted to do. We're from, I'm from Vassar, been lifelong, uh, resident here and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. So, um, I, we just couldn't see doing anything else, but expanding and growing and, and, uh, being, being part of the community. So. Well, and that's something that, you know, you, you, you mentioned it earlier about the, the additional support that communities, I, I think in the last 18 months, a lot of communities have realized that it's not just us giving our support to the local businesses, but it's also the way the local businesses return that support to the community, like what you're talking about. I mean, you could have you could have picked up and gone somewhere else or you didn't have to make that investment, but you guys chose to make it because you care about uh, the community. And and, and, and that's something that I think we're starting to certainly uh, maybe more uh, openly recognize and see right now. Um, so now, now you've been open. The customers are happy with it. They, they, they like some of the changes. Are there any things that you guys have kind of tweaked or plan on tweaking or some things that surprised you uh, maybe in a positive way uh, since you opened that, 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 that maybe you, you didn't think would, would happen? probably the number one thing and and we noticed it as pretty much as soon as the doors opened on on this building and and we we kind of call it a, an animal we say this is a different animal than our other store yeah um but right away um it's so big and and it has so many challenges with it and the first thing that kind of again just slapped us right in the face um was customer service um you know you're used to dealing with a smaller group of of customers in the store. This, this store is very large. And, and at times when people have a, a rush, it's hard to get to everybody. So we, we were humbled, um, at, you know, in the beginning at, at how, how hard it was. 
and we, we, we heard some feedback and it kind of hurts when somebody tells you, sure. you, you know, I, I came in and, and I didn't get the service that I used to get. And uh, we're like, wow, you know, we can't have this. This is a beautiful new store. This customer experience has got to be better. And uh, so uh, right away, we um, we, we kind of always kind of laughed at retailer retailers that um, had radios and we're like, Oh, that's a sign of weakness. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, you can't communicate with your, your employees. And well, when you got a 30,000 square foot building, um, it's hard to communicate with your staff and say, Hey, can somebody check that guy in the steel aisle? We just had somebody over there and, and they've been standing there, but, but you don't know where all, everybody's at. So right. everybody's in different spots. So, uh, you know, making sure that the customer experiences matches the facilities, um, is, is our biggest challenge. And, and today that's, that's the thing we're tweaking, tweaking the most to make sure everybody's getting helped. Um, along with that, it comes the inventory challenges, you know, maintaining it, accounting it, um, cleaning it, um, all of that. It just, it's a, it's a grander thing to, to take care of in, in, in yeah. implementing, you know, policies and procedures to get, make sure that all this stuff's getting done. Um, so you have, you maintain the store and it, it looks nice every day. And, uh, you know, people shop it and like, like the clothing stores, they, they mess it up and we have these customers that keep bothering us, you know, yeah. it's perfect. And we get it all clean and everything and then they mess it up. <laughs> if and, only uh, you didn't have those pesky shoppers. Coming yes. Out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, that, that, that's probably been the biggest challenge. One of the things that I think, um, we, we've been playing on is, um, that, because we have a, a lot broader customer base, there's more women shoppers. Right. Probably somebody asked me the question the other day, how many, what's, you know, what percentage of women shoppers? It's probably a 90% increase on the other store. Um, so a lot more women shoppers bringing in their kids, couple shopping, which before at the other store, if you, you know, you just saw your pro contractors, that's, that's about it. So, um, you know, having, having, deeper categories, broader categories, um, housewares. We've, we never even had housewares in the other, in the other store. So with a lot of opportunities, um, with this store and, um, and we, we're figuring out, we can push the limits on some of the stuff that we could sell. Oh, we could never sell that in the other right. store. Well now, now we can. So, um, <laughs> and probably lastly, the biggest challenge and, and we're old fashioned in, in this case, when you call, when you call call in, you talk to somebody, we don't, we don't have, you know, oh, we have okay. answer machines after hours, but during the day, you're going to talk to a live person the whole time, and we're going to sit there with you until you get you where you're at. That the increase in call volume has just been been um, a challenge as well. Um, you know, hiring more staff, hiring more people, um, trying to to make sure that that customer experience is, is the same, if not better. Um, so it's been it's been a challenge. It's a uh, it's a it's a tough thing when you when you increase it to size and to make sure that. Um, we had the template before, and this 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 thing's broken now. So we're, we're every day is a way to uh, to figure out and do it better, which which makes us. Uh, uh, I I think it's the it's the entre- entrepreneurial spirit that that comes out, and you figure out how to get things done, and and that's why it's fun to come to work every day. Absolutely, and that's so good to hear. Well, let me let, let me ask you that as we're kind of winding down. Um, what, what advice do you think you would give to kind of other entrepreneurial uh, retailers out there about you know who might just like you guys were thinking you know well we kind of have a vision but we're not sure if we should move on it we're not sure what to do what kind of advice could you pass along? Well, we've been we've been down that road for a while, and and so I can tell you you know we were on the one side of it, and there, there's never going to be a perfect time. So so. Quit waiting for the perfect time. 
um, your 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 stomach, your gut knows the right time. It's yeah. probably a, a better uh, a measurement um, of what's going to happen. Your gut nine times out of ten is usually right. So, um, but you got to do your market research. You got to have your business plans. You got to set your financing, and then once you do, set your timelines and um, and then launch it. We've kind of got a thing now because we used to not do this and things just never got off the ground. So our kind of um, our motto now is, is launch it and perfect it as you go. And, and uh, um, that's kind of how, how we're, 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 we ran this project. And, and looking back at it, um, we should have did that a long, 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 long time ago. And, and just take them one day at a time. And uh, um, you can't let a, a day go by without, you know, once you start something like this, without doing something on it. Because there's so many things. And right. it's, it's uh, you know, the old analogy, you know, you know, how to eat an elephant, you eat them one bite at a time. So you, once you're into it, you got to be doing something every day and, um, and, and surround yourself with good, positive people, you know, that, that want to get stuff done. And, um, and, uh, you, you just got to stay flexible and, and roll with the punches. Cause there's going to be some adversity. There's going to be some things that don't work out, yeah. but, um, you got to get it started. If you never get it started, you, it, it's, it's, it's in vain. So, um, we, we, we like our launch it, launch it, uh, and perfect it as you go motto. So it's, yeah, that whole, whole, uh, you know, build the air, <laughs> build the airplane when it's in the air. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> but, uh, well, that being said, what, uh, what's next on your project list? Anything kind of immediately pressing for you? Um, yeah, the, the, as far as the, cause our, we have a hardware now, a very strong hardware presence, but our lumber yard, you know, is, was, was our backbone and still is our backbone to our business. So the lumber yard structures are old. Um, they were built in the late sixties oh, okay. and, um, and they need, they need some of the things that we did with the hardware store, uh, to be done there. So we're, we're, we're going to work on the, the lumber yard part of the business now. And, uh, we're studying the layout, um, of the yard, the efficiencies of it. And, uh, We've got this old store that we moved out of. Um, that's our old retail store, and we want to we're going to turn that into a warehouse temporarily, and 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 uh, use that for some storage wow. um, until we have this master plan done for for a lumberyard. Which um, I think this will be the big thing down the road, and and I envision some kind of a, a drive-through lumber uh, building um, close to this new store, and um, uh, I think that'll definitely give the customers a better customer experience when picking up lumber items and other building materials where they're, where they're not in this location. So they have to go next door to our old lumber yard. And uh, if we can, um, there's basically a spare lot in between, an empty lot in between yeah. it where, we, where we have the benefit of, of doing that. So that's where our focus is going to be in the future. And um, we're looking forward to that. Well, it sounds like you got no shortage of, even though you have a bright, shiny, brand new, fancy store, you got no shortage of other things you're, you're, you're going to focus on. So I'll let you get off the phone with me and get to yes. your to-do list. Um, but uh, again, I wanted to thank you for being on the program, Mike, and I'd, I'd encourage our listeners again, uh, if you didn't see the story in the May 2021 issue of Hardware Retailing, go online and check that out and be watching your email boxes uh, for the photo and video tours of Vassar Building Center because it truly is a, a, a really unique uh, kind of look and feel. And I, I like the way you said one of your customers described it as kind of like Target with, with hardware and and because it's very much got that kind of modern and 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 very uh, kind of on on uh, on on trend look to it. Uh, so I, I know our readers and readers and listeners are going to want to take a look at that in, in a little bit more detail. Mike, th thank you so much. Great job with everything you guys have well, done. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate it. Appreciate you being on the show. 
Absolutely. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, Mike. Thank you. Take care.